Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. My name is Simon Miller and this is a wrestling show. We'll stop doing that intro one day. It made me laugh once, what, three years ago and I've done it ever since. But hey-ho, human beings like routine and I will give that to you as much as I can. First and foremost, thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, Just to remind everyone, don't forget if you're on the the, uh, audio feed right now, that rocks because that's where exclusive episodes go up. But make sure you check out my YouTube channel too, search for Simon Miller, and my Twitch channel, search for Simon Miller 316 where all kinds of episodes go up all the time. It depends what is going on in the world of wrestling. And if you are brand new to the podcast and you want to come on the podcast, you can, because I just enjoy talking to people in the wrestling community about wrestling because I'm a massive geek. Go to patreon.com forward slash SimonMiller316 and you'll basically find a shop where, you know, if you can support me where I can make all my personal content and my wrestling career, which obviously is on hold at the moment, I will make sure to give something back. You can get t-shirts, postcards, Uh, all kinds of manner of stuff check it out and again you can come on the show and i'm very very happy to say today we we have that exact thing and it's sarah sarah how are we doing today i'm not too bad how are you i'm very well now i said this to you when we were when we were just chatting beforehand but this is (laughs) this is why i love doing stuff like this because you always get naysayers like i don't don't want to hear you talking to someone it's like all right well don't listen then you moron but honestly (laughs) this is the cool this is why it's cool so sarah is somebody that used to watch my live streams ages ago and at one point was somebody that I couldn't pronounce the username of at all. And I just used to change it each and every week. I was like, Simon, just pick one. And now she's on the podcast. And it's nice yep. because we don't know each other at all. And yet I feel like we kind of do. I think it's nice. That's the internet. <laughs> it, it is, right? It is. Yeah. And uh, again, we're not going to focus too much on this. But just because it came up a minute ago, like we were both saying that given the the craziness of the of the world right now, just a little bit of positivity's it's super nice, and yet some yeah. people just seem to want to to beat on <laughs> to beat on wrestling all the time. And you gave an incredible analogy about yeah. it being part of a fan club and sending in mail, going, "Well, this is crap." Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's great. Postage. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you wouldn't, would you? That's the thing. Yeah. The, the internet has made things too immediate. Yeah, it really, really has. And I don't mind people ragging on pro wrestling. I really, really don't. But when it's all the time, it's like it's too much. It's too yeah. much for me. Yeah. But never mind. It's such 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 is the way of things. Uh, so as we are recording this, it's Wednesday. We're a few hours before the uh, Wednesday night war between NXT and AEW. Yeah. And I thought we'd kind of focus on AEW a little bit. Most people that come on, uh, just I think out of uh, tradition more than anything, will go down the WWE road. But Sarah, you're an interesting cat in the sense yeah. that you're a wrestling fan that has been absolutely won over by AEW. Yeah. So look, let's open this door. Let's go down it. First of all, explain um, explain why it kind of sunk its claws into you so much. And then we can kind of just talk about what the future holds, especially at the moment. Yeah, I think because like, I started watching WWE slash WWF back like in like late 90s, early 2000s. So I was like a massive Hardys fan. I was ridiculously a Hardys fan. And then I kind of, was back and forth with it quite a lot like growing up through my teen years and into my early 20s and I kind of just like fell off the wrestling wagon for a good number of years got back into it and then 
I was just watching it and going, this isn't how I remember it being. It's not that fun. I can kind of predict things on it. And then when AEW started, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to give it a chance and see what happens. And from the first pay-per-view of Double or Nothing, I was just like, what is going on here? This is <laughs> insane. Then obviously Chris Jericho was on it. And obviously I've known him from, you know, years gone by. And then I was always a fan of Dean Ambrose when I was watching WWE. But I thought it doesn't seem authentic in himself and obviously I watched that documentary that was on the WWE Network and that was just an eye-opener then seeing come on that as John Moxley I was just like hello this has just gotten a lot better all of a sudden and then I kind of just got sucked into it basically that was it that's great though that's oh. great and I, lo- I, I love the fact that it was the John Moxley yeah Dean Ambrose whatever we want to call it transition yeah. switch yeah I just think that's cool because that was the idea yeah you know, that the, people forget this now like there was this whole oh it's not real competition and yeah as a, as a fan you don't even need to care about the competition but there yeah. is because them securing one Dean Ambrose and him and you know transforming where well, he yeah. transformed himself into John Moxley yeah. has basically made you more of an all elite wrestling fan than it has a WWE yeah. fan I'm just, I was just like, I don't know what it is, but I just thought he's my type of crazy. <laughs> I, have, I have literally, I'm such a scaredy cat. I, I will never do anything outside my comfort zone. But if I could, I'd be like that. That's my side of crazy. But that's perfect. You've hit yeah. the nail on the head because yeah. that, that ties into people that love Stone Cold Steve Austin. That yeah. ties into people that loved Hulk Hogan. You know, I know Hulk Hogan is a difficult character now, but at the pomp of his fame, the reason everybody was so into him was because he was a larger-than-life superhero. And everyone was like, well, I'd like to be a larger-than-life superhero. Wouldn't that be wonderful? And then Steve Austin was a bit more real. I think that's why The Rock is so beloved these days as well. Because he's basically... Yeah, I also think, like, with the John Moxley thing is, he's not a good guy, he's not a bad guy, he's just a guy. Yep. (laughs) He's doing his own thing. He's just doing what he wants to do. And I was just like, do you know what, that's... That's a, a real life situation, you know. What I mean, you just go about looking out, you know, for what you want to do in life. It's not so cut and dry as face and heel. Yeah, well, that's an interesting point. Again, I want to reiterate: this isn't a AEW is great, <laughs> WWE sucks kind of thing. It's not because I love both, and I talk to I talk yeah. to Sarah all the time. I know how she feels. She just watches <laughs> what she wants to watch. Yeah. Um, but why do you think there is this kind of divide now? Because WWE never used to be that way. No. It's not. It's not like this is. Uh, you know, look. As I think Triple H summed it up best. If you go into that company, you play by their playbook. Yeah. Of course you do. But it was never. You know, this is something that has come along in the last maybe 10, 15 years, where everybody does have a very set role. And like you say, Dean Ambrose is the envisionment of one Vince McMahon yeah. and while that's always been the case there seemed to be some leeway but now it's like well it's like Rusev right no we don't yeah. want you to be Rusev Day so stop it <laughs> or yeah. bad bad news Barrett no we don't want you to be that so stop it whereas the one thing uh if you if you want to talk about pros and cons a definite pro that AEW does is no you be you and then we'll tweak it if we need it but ultimately yeah. you know so what so why do you think there is this this massive divide, and why do you think kind of WWE digs their heels in so much? I don't, I don't know if it's because they're just like you can't teach an old dog new tricks type mm. situation where they've stuck with that formula, and that's the formula sticking with, and where AEW's it's sort of more kind of like the new kind of kids on the block sort of things. Do you know what I mean? So they've got they're going to give them that bit more 
see how they because they a lot of the stars are like from the indies aren't they so they've already created the characters they've already got um their own fan base that will follow them so just let them kind of go with it and see what happens if it works it works and if it doesn't try and fix it and find ways around it i mean like nightmare collective didn't work (laughs) so (laughs) just an example But did you did you hate it as much as some people did? I didn't think it was necessarily great, but I've seen far worse things in professional wrestling. I was yeah. kind of surprised by the amount of hate that it got. I didn't hate it. I just didn't understand why it was there. How <laughs> 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 this how Brandy went from one thing to another like that, and I was just like, I don't understand why it's happened. Mm. I tried to follow it as much as I could, and I just got a bit lost. I was just like. Okay, maybe it's me. Oh, yeah. No, I remember when it was the first video and it was Brandy Rhodes just talking gibberish. And I was just like, wow, what was that? Well, yeah. <laughs> that was a bit out of nowhere. And I like Brandy Rhodes. I think yeah. she gets I think she gets a hard rap. I think the character that she's got now is... like, I like that that promo she cut on Jake Roberts I thought was perfect. Yeah. I think I that's like, perfect fit for her. Yeah, like strong, confident woman yeah. who just happens to be a manager or whatever word yeah. you want to use. I think I think there's a lot in that. I think maybe she's just tried to overthink it. The simplest things um, the simplest things are the best. So, yeah. uh, what do you want to see AEW, you know, do going going forward? Because obviously, we understand the coronavirus has screwed mm-hmm. up whatever plans they had, and we would now be on the cusp of double or nothing with a, an amazing crowd. This, this is not going to happen. Um, yeah. But that doesn't mean there's not a long term plan. And as we've, you know, you know, we've got, um, you know, we've got some interesting matches at the pay per view, such as the Brody Lee versus John Moxie thing, which surprised some people. But whatever, it, yeah, it's his own. <laughs> got right there. We go. Let's go. Why? Why? Why did that surprise I was you? To somebody on Instagram about this on the AEW Instagram page, and I was just like, I don't understand how this match can work out for either <laughs> guy. Like they either take the belt off Marks, which will you know, break my heart in so many ways because I wanted him to, like, have a proper run for so long. But he's not had a proper run because of the situation, so he's not been able to be the fighting champion. And at the same time, if they don't give it to Brody Lee, like, does that not just kindly diminish what he's meant to be doing? I'm really confused of how they've going to work this out. Mm. I just don't see how it can benefit them both and not one of them suffer. Yeah. So I- I don't, I just, I really annoyed. So I got really annoyed when I saw that. I was like, why are you doing that? It's, it's, I, I, I think it's, it's two things for me. First off, I, I, the reason I'm glad that it's happening is because I want to see what they do. Yeah. Because I think as a wrestling fan, which is perfectly normal and perfectly natural, you are always going to have reservations inside you that you've yeah. got from WWE because you've watched yeah. it for so long. And we've seen WWE book themselves into corners so many times yeah. that when they do it again, you're like, what are you doing? Don't just don't do yeah. it. Whereas AEW, they haven't done that yet. I don't I haven't had a matchup where I'm no. like, oh, I don't know what to do. And that's why I like it, because. I get this all the time on ups and downs and I love it. Engagement rocks. You can say whatever you want to me. I don't care, but I get it all the time. Like, Oh Miller, well this happened on WWE and you didn't like it, but it happened on AEW. You said it was fine. I'm like, yeah, they're different shows, man. I can't, I say, I can't, if I see a surprise roll up on dynamite, I can't add it to the counter because they never do surprise roll up. So what they do, but not as much as WWE. So you have to judge them by their own merits. So if they actually find a really cool way to get out of John Moxie versus Brody Lee, I can then, it's like boy who cried wolf, but in, reverse i can then be like okay sweet they actually come up with plans but i do agree with you moxie can't lose the championship because 
Well, unless they come up with the coolest angle ever. Like there were times that Stone Cold Steve Austin lost the title and because the story was so good, I was fine. But that mm-hmm. aside, the, the it's, it's, it's one of the few world championships in wrestling that I actually believe in. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to start throwing it around because that's how you diminish it. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. And, it, and like the same time that I'm not a fan of them doing that as a match, double or nothing, I, I am also curious to see what they're going to do. I agree with that, but I will be watching with a pillow by my face. But that's kind of cool, though. I mean, that's yeah. investment, right? That means you're emotionally in. I just feel not... sorry for my dog when he's on my knee asleep and I start getting a bit stressed out by watching it. Oh, I love it's it. Gonna no, be I love it. That's the kind of that's the kind of thing that's missing from wrestling these days. Apparently, you're not allowed to be that way. Apparently, you know you you, you can't enjoy wrestling to that much because the wrestling fan base can be crazy. I think it's uh, I think it's awesome. What about the uh, the TNT Championship? Because that's another match where people have said they backed yeah. themselves into the corner. Because if- I I don't see how they've done that. I don't see how they've backed themselves into a corner with it. No, I, I agree with you. You people that don't like the idea of them having a mid card title, which you know is fair think what you like but i it's they either have they need something in the middle for people to kind of step up i think Mm. you can't just all of a sudden go from not having any title to having you know the biggest title in the company without kind of like a little step as far as i can say yeah um so i'm i'm glad darby allen you know isn't in the title picture because i think he does need to just go on a one-man crashing course against Cody for a while and just, you know, do Darby Allen things, which is absolutely crazy. And I think <laughs> he's amazing. Um, but, yeah, and I'm obsessed with Lance Archer and I never thought I ever would be. Mm. That That's a surprise to me because I'm not one of the people that goes for, like, the bigger guys in wrestling. I don't gravitate towards them because I'm small. I just get really scared. Yeah, but when I, I saw him, I was scared, but also like, oh, this, I'm, I'm excited to see. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because I like, I'm a weird person and all the wrestlers I like seem to be a bit weird anyway. Like, I'm obviously a big Moxie fan. Darby Allen, Joe Janela, Jimmy Havoc. There is a theme. <laughs> that's good, though. I think that the people you like in wrestling should be a reflection of yourselves. Yeah. I think that's cool. Because you can invest in them more because it's yeah. almost like they're fighting for you, right? I think yeah. that's... Yeah. I think that's great. But no, I, I Lance Archer, I think, is a really interesting character because I thought he was really good in New Japan, but he was never one of my guys to the point that even yeah. when he signed with AEW, I was like, okay, that's cool. They do need some bigger dudes, but whatever. And I also, there's so many little things that because I'm a massive geek, I'm like, I wouldn't present him in that way. Like his music is yeah. too, uh, but then it works. That's the thing. I'm like, I'm incorrect. It all works. He, you know, he yeah. comes out with his bizarre hair and his bright clothes. I'm like, that's not what a big guy's meant to do, but it works. So who cares? I just who gives two hoots. Guy through the tunnel just to start off with. I was just laughing so much. <laughs> I was just like, that poor guy just like thrown around like a rag doll. I just, oh, it got to me. I was absolutely just like, this is brilliant. And I oh, love yeah. his music. I'm oh yeah, music. No, it grew. It grew on me. I just thought it needed to be more like I don't even know what I thought, but then it won me over, which goes yeah. to show that that it worked. So who do you give the belt to in a couple of weeks? Because I mean, I'll, I'll put the argument out there. I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah. If you don't give it to Lance Archer, you've destroyed his quote-unquote push. And if you don't give it to Cody Rhodes, Cody looks a bit like a loser because he keeps going after all these belts and can't win them. I think there's yeah. there's merit in both, but I think it's kind of easier than that. Yeah, I I don't think. 
it's bad for Cody to lose again. No, I agree. I don't because isn't that the whole like situation that he's in anyway? He can't get there at all, no matter what he does. Unfortunately, yeah. he just can't. And I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how else they can, what else they'll do. But obviously, Darby Allen will come into play at some point. But I just think that will just be more of a character arc for him, just not, just to probably get to get close to it, to winning mm. it, and then him not. Yeah, I think and, that's more, it's more interesting. Just, like smashing his head against the canvas. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea as well of Lance Archer running through the Rhodes brothers. I think that's a yeah. really cool story. Yeah. Um, and you can even team up uh, Lance Archer with someone, maybe with a Wardlow or someone like that, to take on those two. Yeah. You know, that's something you can do after the fact. I think the key for me, and I've even seen some people poo-pooing this, which drives me bonkers. I want that TNT Championship to be as important as the World Championship. Yeah. Right. I, somebody was saying, I can't remember saying, oh, they're, they're basically insinuated that the way they're treating that title craps over the world title. And I was like, good, because that means sometimes you can headline with that belt and not even have a world championship match, which in turn makes world title matches feel even stronger. I like that old school stuff. I'm a big yeah. fan of that old school stuff. Yeah. I think it works. I don't see why it can't be of the same importance. It doesn't make any sense. No, I, well, I tell you what it is. It's because the WWE hasn't done it for so long. And I get that. I'm, I'm the same. But Everything. I don't know. I, I think I think it should be as important. And then it kind of, it gives, if you want to say mid-card, I don't even like that term for like guys that aren't in the championship picture. But do you know what I mean? Those mm. type of guys, something kind of to fight for themselves. And then once they get that, then they can start going up again. Yeah. But there are some that don't need it. Like Darby Allen is going to be the one that I don't think will need that step up. I think he's practically on that, like, you know, climb as it is anyway. Yeah. Well, I think he's found his niche, hasn't he? Oh, same, yeah. with, same with Sammy Guevara. Like those two have, those two have future <laughs> written all over them. Whereas someone I mean, like, it's just the guy that you, you, you meant to not like, but I can't help but absolutely loving him. <laughs> <laughs> just everything he does just that, when he um, ran that golf cart running uh, I was just like I was just like I can't believe he's just done that like that's stupid but brilliant at the same time oh honestly those two guys again I'm kind of the opposite uh to you naturally I I just warm to big guys because yeah I was obsessed with big guys when I was a kid. That's why I started going to the gym. Yeah. I was like, ah. Oh. But those two, Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen, like they actually probably Sammy Guevara even more because he's just such a bizarre person. He's just his vlogs <laughs> are so weird. Um, but yeah, I, I warm to him because oh, it's the same with both, actually. Maybe I just prefer Sammy Guevara on some kind of subconscious level. But it's just two dudes that I'm sure got told over and over again, you'll never make it as professional wrestlers. Yeah. You'll never make it as professional wrestlers. And now not only have they done that, they're two of the most important parts of that company which is great i think i think for me darby angus reminds me of the people that i hung out with in college they were that dumb do you know what i mean but where he's clever with it where they were just like they had like skateboards and stuff and you know went down railings and stuff and ended up in ditches and everything like that but he does it with flair where they just did it without any flair at all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true i honestly i just yeah I'm, I'm, i think the cool thing is i'm excited to see what their future is yeah. and, that, and that's all that matters all i need to be you know i don't even 
Well, I kind of, I don't really care who wins and loses anymore, unless I'm properly invested in a big feud and, you know, I think it makes sense for X to win or anything like that. I don't really think it matters to me. It's more about the performance. And yeah, I just think those two guys are great. I think the inner circle does a great job. And I also think that the feud with Cody Rhodes will do wonders for Darby Allen down the yeah. line because he will beat him in six months or whatever. Yeah. And it will be fabulous. And everyone will go, oh, I did it. And it will just work 10 times harder. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just... Do you know when you just want to get in a time machine and go forward a few years just to see what, what it gets <laughs> like? It's like that situation. I'm like, what's it going to be like now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, totally. I, I totally agree with you. And, uh, and I think that's the same for a lot of the roster. Like, I know how much you like Jimmy Havoc. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've been able to sort of have conversations with him over here when I was just starting yeah. wrestling. And the guy is not an idiot. Do you know what I mean? He, no. really, he really gets... And, and he's... he's it's not even his fault. He's got his character and his gimmick, but he's yeah. a far better quote unquote wrestler than people give yeah. him credit for. Like he's got the basic skills down. I think he just needs, he just needs to, you know, that one proper feud, which actually looks like he may be getting soon and uh, he'll do yeah. wonders as well. He did a, he did a um, Q and a Twitch stream with um, Kit Sabian the other night. And I was an idiot and stayed up and watched it all to about half. <laughs> I love the passion. I love it. <laughs> I was dedicated um, I was watching it and I just I think them two as the tag team with Penelope Ford is just going to work because they are really good friends as well and it just makes so much sense mm. and I was just watching them just like bounce off each other with banter and stuff and I was just like I was just smiling to myself just like I'm such a weirdo <laughs> just making me happy and you know just generally like chatting and like how like you know them both saying like how like AEW, you know, they they get hate on Twitter or whatever, but they don't care because they're where they want to be and they work so hard for it and everything. I was just like, yeah, I, I just people on Twitter who are being mean just need to stop, basically. Um, but no, I was just having my little like weird nerdy moment and I was just like, you know, messaging them, getting my questions answered. It's like, oh, uh, uh, I mean, that's nice, and in a way, that's kind of what the the whole company was was built on you know the young bucks doing that kind of stuff and i always found that fascinating too because i'm not saying always but the 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 consensus had always been don't over engage with your fans yeah because you'll lose that star power you know you'll lose that allure and sure there's an idea to that but you know the young bucks went in completely the opposite direction and absolutely smashed it like absolutely smashed it and I, I, I just the fact that you can do that now with all these guys and get replies. Look, the fact that you're so invested that you're like, you know what, I'm staying up. I think that, <laughs> but that's great though. That's great. That's how it should be. And you'll always, it's true. You'll always get the naysayers like, uh, screw those people, screw yeah. them. They're just, they're just negative Nancys. They always are. Well, the they, thing is, it's like my stepdad. He messaged me like, when was it? Probably Thursday last week, and he said. I'm thinking of trying this AEW thing. And I was like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of trying this AEW thing because you keep going on about it so much. want to see what it's like. And it's like, okay, I'll try and like work out when it's going to be on for you to record off like ITV or something. And he said, so what is it? Is it like proper fights? And he went, no, it's it's wrestling, but it, it is real. And he's like, but it's not though, is it? I was like, but it is though. I can't do <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Oh, right. I said, well, you know, like UFC, it's like, yeah, yeah, I watch that sometimes. It's like, well, it's sort of like that. I said, but it, it is real. And I couldn't get that point across to him. So I thought there's a really good way to get that point across. I sent him the um, Omega and John Moxley match. Um, you oh, know, perfect, where right? Yeah. Like trampoline thing. I, got I sent him that over. I said, have a watch of that. 
I got a message back going, yeah, it's not for me, this. I was like, that's one match. <laughs> like, that's great. He's like, well, you know it's fake because the referee's not taking a, what is it, a bat that's covered in barbed wire off and went, no, that's that's the type of match it is. And then the rule's dead. That, that, the rule's <laughs> like, yeah, it's not for me, this. You, you, you just stick with it. I was like... Right, okay. Uh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I love that so much. He's not taking the barbed wire bat away. No, he's not dead. He's no, absolutely not dead. That went wrong on that match, but no, that, was, that wasn't the worst bit. Oh, that's fantastic. But you know, it's good that you tried. I mean, I, I think that it's probably easier to try and get people into AEW than, than uh, WWE at the moment, I would say. Well, I keep trying to get my husband liking AEW. It doesn't work. I'm going to have to tie him to a chair and make him watch it. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll save him like random moments to watch and like I sent him like um, there was like obviously loads of like video memes of the Sammy Guevara being run over type thing so I sent him loads of them and he loved them I was like right well imagine that 20 seconds but longer and better <laughs> what did and he say like, he's not he's not been on to watch it yet but I've saved it for him to watch I'll put I'll get it on fight for him again and he can watch it on there but like when um, Mox won the championship, I was so excited. I messaged him, forgetting that he literally has not a care in the world about it. And he just <laughs> sat with Matt going, "Ah, oh, see, I told you he was." And it's just like, see, you are slightly invested, <laughs> even if it's just dipping your toe in. He's slightly invested. Absolutely. Well, you got to try, right? If you don't try, you'll never know. I try nearly every week. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you you keep working on him, and I think eventually you'll uh, eventually you'll get it. Eventually yeah. you'll get it. Um, one thing that I do uh, I want to talk to you about, just because you're yep. the first person I've had on since uh, the announcement, is obviously everything going on with Becky Lynch, which yeah. I, I, I find incredible because, look, it's a great, I think it's a great announcement. I was really happy for her because she seems so happy and I like yeah. happiness. But my word, did it cause <laughs> did it cause quite the scene? I was like, does it need to be? Uh, people are treated like the. I don't even know. I don't even know. But you know, did it make you want to watch Raw? Do you care? Were you like me? Were you like, okay, man, everyone just calm down a little bit. Like, is this, you don't have to yeah. go this crazy. I tell you what, I did when I I went on Twitter and I was like, why is this trending? Um, because I've not watched any WWE since it went on off. Um. Uh, Sky Sports in the UK, so I've not watched yeah. it since then. Um, and I, I got rid of the network and everything. I was just like, clean break. Um, and I was just, I, every now and again, I'll like obviously watch what culture and I'll like flip through um, Twitter and stuff. So I get snippets of what's going on. And I saw it trending. And I was like, hmm, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to have a look. So I went onto YouTube and looked at it through. And yeah, like, that's fine. She's she's pregnant. And she you know, she's going off to be a mother. But I don't. It, she's a woman. I'm very <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. So I thought. <laughs> you know, women can get pregnant. Um, <laughs> you know, and I was just like, but I'm still not that interested in watching to find out what happens next. I I don't know. I I, I think I'm so like dissociated with it now. That I'll just go, all oh, right, yeah, that's nice, really nice for her to like do it that way and announce it and everything. Um, and then I just like moved on. <laughs> no, honestly, which makes I... me sound really harsh, but <laughs> no, 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 because no, I, I was the same. Like at one point, I was like, okay, now we've gone, 
now I don't understand why it's it is a big deal, of course, because yeah. you know one of your major superstars is leaving. But I, I thought it should be like a happy deal. And yeah. then all of a sudden you say, "Oh, Vince is mad." I'm like, "Oh no, 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 no! I don't want this bollocks about no. Vince being mad." Okay, let's say he's mad. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. The woman is allowed to have a baby. That's as far as that goes. I'm not having yeah. this conversation. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I was just intrigued to see what other people thought about yeah, it. No. Women get pregnant. Exactly right. Honestly, that's what I thought, but I don't want to say that because, well, I'm a man and people get, oh, Mela, you don't understand. I'm like, no, I don't mean it in a bad way. I just, I'm, mean, I'm I think. One, I'm one of them women that if she sees a baby, she kind of cringes. I'm more likely to like want to see a puppy than a baby. So that's fine. That's fine. That works. That works for me. But no, no. Honestly, I hope that they. I, honestly, yeah, I, I hope that it's brilliant. But I don't. I don't mind at all. I think she should go and have a family. I think that's awesome. Yeah. That's that's completely fine. Good luck to him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, right. And the bigger story to me is, oh, who's gonna, who know, who's gonna replace Becky Lynch? And this is what I was more interested in, especially yeah. because right now Roman Reigns has gone too. I was like, oh, let's have a huge conversation about who will become the face of the company. Nothing. Nothing. Nope. Nobody wants to have that conversation <laughs> at all. Although I will say, from this point on, no one is allowed to say that WWE treats Oscar badly. No, they don't. Oscar is has been treated... Apart from that time she just vanished from television, which was stupid. She has now won every single thing you can win in WWE. Yes. Uh, it, it, she, it, it, you just can't. You just can't say bad things about it. You can't do it. No. no. Um, but yeah, I, I, wanted, I wanted to know because it just, uh, it just made me <laughs> chuckle. And I thought, I need to get somebody else's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> on this on this absolute uh, absolute bizarre stuff uh, going back to aw2 i should have asked you this and i forgot because another contentious issue comes in the form of i think we've talked about this as well uh the broken matt hardy stuff i can't remember what you said now but i think you have a different take to me but remind me your thoughts on on that the last time i saw matt hardy him and lita broke up <laughs> I mean, so I've, I've not like followed anything from like the early 2000s of him at all. So now all of a sudden to like start hearing about, yeah, I've seen like little random snippets, I should say, but nothing full on. And I was just like really confused to begin with. And I was just like, okay, he's slightly gone crazy. That's fine. <laughs> um, slightly, you know, yeah. We, we all, you know, the amount of like bumps he's taken, it's understandable. Um, and then I was just like, I, I'm not a fan of his promos as such, but I loved his match work that he did last week. Mm. Oh, yeah. And the callback to, like, you know, the ladders and Hardy stuff was just made me all warm and fuzzy inside. And, yeah, I mean, it's Matt Hardy. <laughs> um, I was, like I said, I was a huge Hardy fan. And when I, like, when I was younger, like, 12, 13, that's how I made a friend was because... She had a brother that liked wrestling. I had no friends, so I made her as a friend. And that's how I got into it. So she was a fan of the Hardys, so I became a fan of the Hardys. But she liked Jeff, so I liked Matt. <laughs> that's that. the way it was. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it worked in them days. Um, so I like really seen any of his work since all that type thing. And then, I mean, he's still, like, obviously can, can wrestle really well. But I just, I'm, I'm not, I don't 100% understand the broken stuff. <laughs> it just slightly weirded me out. <laughs> but it would do. And, and it takes a lot for stuff to weird me out. Because <laughs> well, I think that's what we talked about, right? Yeah. It, it, was, it was this idea that 
for AEW to kind of spread their wings how some people want, yeah. you are going to have to introduce these characters and not yeah. just assume that the audience knows. Yeah everything about them because look you're a wrestling fan who yeah. liked the hardys and even you are like who's this crackpot <laughs> like, and why and my husband was a hardys fan when he was like the same age as me and i showed him that and he went what the hell's happened to him i was like i don't know i can't explain <laughs> just I go know. with it <laughs> i know i think i mean I don't know really, but it's, it's, it's so hard for me because I know I watched it happen yeah. in TNA. So now when I try and imagine what somebody, uh, it's, it's, it's almost impossible for me to imagine what somebody else would yeah. think because I have all the information in my head. So to yeah. try just throw that away is impossible. But I do think that's something that maybe AEW can do better on going forward is because uh, is, that's something that, look, I, I want to give credit to WWE. And I know this for a fact because I've been told this is that WWE tells everyone, you know, no matter, and again, maybe sometimes they go too far the other way, but mm -hmm. they're told, imagine that you are, some at least one person watching you has never seen you before in your life yeah. and get something over that is going to, yeah, is going to sort of identify who you are. Yeah. And that's probably, I mean, even if it's just a line about, I'm crazy because of this, <laughs> I'm yeah. bonkers because of that, I just think that it gives you a little bit of, yeah, just a little bit of of clarity and you can go, oh, okay, it's this guy. Especially, during, don't get me, I think that street fight they did last week is the, since lockdown began, yeah. that's my most fun that's, I've had watching wrestling. Yeah, so that's great. <laughs> However, you did see three different versions of Matt Hardy. <laughs> it's like, that makes it even more confusing. It's like, I, well, what does that mean? I came back after the first one and I was just like, I'm back to being 13. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw the best, I can't remember where it was, but I saw the best uh, tweet or something was someone saying, where the hell does Hardy keep getting those tops from? <laughs> I swear I swear, I swear, they stopped selling them in the early 2000s. He just must, must have, have a wardrobe. Somewhere. Yeah, just a wardrobe <laughs> full of those things. But no, I, I, I do think that's fair, especially, especially when new people are coming across. Because I would like to think, um, I know a couple, but not a lot. I like to think that AEW not only has sparked uh, laps fans interest but new fans right i want yeah. new fans to watch to watch wrestling and and enjoy it and in order to do that I, you know you can have a character like cody rhodes that's pretty much self-explanatory yeah um i think kenny omega is a little bit more nuanced uh, the young bucks may be less so but i think your matt hardy's um who else even your jimmy havocs you know the guys like even darby allen guys like that i think you eat you, you need a video package or something each and every week just to remind people oh this means that and this means this yeah which is really weird because I've never saw Darby Allen before and I never saw Jimmy Havoc before, but when they both came in, I got it. <laughs> well, no, I think that's fair. I think you could probably say you you got Matt Hardy, he's nuts. But then when you date, <laughs> but, but when you but, but when you dive deeper, it's like yes, but why is he nuts? Yeah, that's yeah. the issue. Whereas I guess with Darby Allen, you it's more relatable because we yeah. all know the you know Stop. the angst yeah the angsty emo yeah. teenage guy like we've all been Which there I was. <laughs> well, you, but that's it right that's why you do it whereas nobody is a i don't know a roaming soul from three thousand years ago i don't even know how you'd explain it but then that's the, but this is the thing this is why i love wrestling so much i love the fact that that's a thing but you yeah. absolutely have to make sure that people can get it as soon as they turn on the television yeah. you don't want people to be going what yeah. I it's just it's just it's just it's too confusing but look i love matt hardy i had the pleasure of interviewing once when he was doing oh the wcpw shows and you've never met a nicer man in your entire life he, he just he couldn't have been kinder and yeah. more giving with his time so yeah, I was I, um, the other night we was like me my husband and our friends were like you know like these zoom quizzes that apparently is now all the rage oh yeah we're doing zoom quiz and 
we had one and like my husband's like right you can't put anything about your music on and you can't put anything about wrestling on because no one's going to get the answers and I was like oh, okay then but people started putting wrestling questions on for me so like just like not even like what I say proper wrestling questions just like who is this person type thing and I was like okay surely everybody knows who that is and that no <laughs> just me um <laughs> so so when we finished them, um, one of our friends was like, oh, I, I caught a glimpse of WWE the other night. I had a watch of something. I said, all right, did you? How was it? He went, yeah, it's different. It seems to have changed. I went, yeah, I don't watch it anymore. And one of our friends went, you don't watch it? I went, no. He went, but you watch wrestling? I went, I know. He said, no. well, WWE? I went, you all know there's more companies. He went, what? Yeah, went, they don't yeah. know, yeah. Yeah, I said, there's AEW, there's New Japan, and then I rolled off loads, and they went, so wrestling isn't just WWE. I went, no, and WWE is technically three promotions in one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> true. What? <laughs> oh, dear, so, just, so true. just looking at me going, right, so, oh, okay then. I was like, so what do you think of WWE? And he's like, yeah, it's different. I was like, well, I'll tell you what you should watch. <laughs> But that that's it, right? Like my yeah. mum, my mum does it all the time. My mum will always go, "Oh, Simon watches that UFC stuff." I'm like, "Mum, it's, <laughs> M- it's MMA. Like you can't don't don't flub off with the people." But that's what success brings with it, right? It brings yeah. complacency in many ways. And yeah, you know, people think that WWE means wrestling. They don't yeah. even know it's the best advert in the world. Yeah. People are just walking around selling your company when they're talking about the actual thing, as opposed to the as opposed to the brand. And yeah. I guess that I guess that's AEW's biggest battle is trying to is trying to overcome that. But they've got a lot of smart people there. So I, I assume that it won't be... It wasn't a problem. I, I totally think if we had done that blood and guts match before the world stopped, oh, yeah. I think they would have gone back to over a million. And if it had been the show that I presume it would have been, especially because you were going to have all the um, the arrivals of Brody Lee and Matt Hardy and, yeah. and whoever else, I think they probably would have sustained a little bit higher. And then maybe if you do that mm. again in six months, a year, 18 months, then you get to the point where, oh, we're now at a million. That's our base. You know, that's that's yeah. our base. That's how you build a... That's how you build a company. So it is a shame everything that's gone on. Yeah. But and they and they still do need to. Yeah. The, uh, WWE is 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 a juggernaut. I mean, like I say, there is nobody listening to this right now, or if there is, a very small percentage of people whose first experience of wrestling wasn't WWE because yeah. it's everywhere. And that's yeah. and that's what. And even if it wasn't, you probably don't remember what you saw beforehand. You remember mm. Bret Hart, Stone Cold, The Rock. I don't know yeah. whoever your guy was. So, yeah, it's it's um, it's it, I think it's fascinating times because I mean I don't know if you watch NWA as well, but they just announced mm-hmm. a second show, and I was like I saw the announcement like um Billy Corgan came out and I've got an announcement and I was like oh he's gonna kill NWA it's like now they got it's like called Carnival or something I was like all right <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how I feel about that Billy Corgan but that, that's just I'm trying to is it called Carnival it's uh can i find it can i find it without me just stumbling no i can't but it, a carny land carny land i don't know what it is i have no idea what it is but it's it's great that they're you know what i mean it's great that there are yeah. other companies out there uh although this sounds it because he says what is carny land well i can't tell you because it's almost impossible to explain i mean this kind of ties into what we were just talking about dude you 100 percent need it to be explained otherwise people don't, yeah <laughs> otherwise people I don't understand it's now got more like what like the metal industry's like where you know you like you'll say oh justin metal yeah oh so you like metallica and iron maiden but then there's like loads of other bands that you actually listen to about the mainstream people don't know about yeah no that's I- the way i think of it like now like because 
like there's like loads of bands out there that I think are when you say oh do you listen to metal I go yeah I listen to da 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 da, da. I don't necessarily mention the bigger names and then I just think like with that thing with my friends it's just like well, that's just like how music is as well mm. it's just yeah especially it's metal and metal has been broken down almost too much <laughs> You know, metal's the, got so many different subgenres now. I, I know to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, you can. I like metal. No, you don't because you haven't heard of like sludge, sludge chunk metal. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Like you're not. If you say you like Metallica, Iron Maiden, apparently you don't like metal anymore. That's how bizarre it's got. Yeah, it was a conversation I, I think I had on Twitter. I can't remember who it was. If it was with Michael Sidrick or somebody, but. I was like, I'm not sure who are the more toxic fans, wrestling or metal community fans. <laughs> they are both absolutely horrific. Uh, I think it's just if you're if you're a fan of a niche, there yeah. are a, a pool of people who are just strange. That's I'll be I'll be very I'll be very uh, conservative about it. But yeah, I, I don't get it as well because even if you want to say Alien Ant Farm, if you say I like metal, I like Alien Ant Farm, you're like, all right, cool. That wouldn't necessarily be what I see as metal. But if you think it is excellent, man, enjoy it. <laughs> ride it ride it all the way through till the end and the Just one be- that i got quite a lot of metal was oh you like metalcore well it's not true because like if you oh, man. and you should like like um deathcore by now i was like well i don't like deathcore i like uh- metal Oh, that's I know because, but that that all comes back to the um because I've talked about this on this podcast before when we do our our often sort of segues into metal. It's I remember when I first the, the first band I ever heard that sort of had a screaming vocalist was um, Killswitch Engage. Yeah, and when I first heard it, I couldn't get into it. It was too much for me. But yeah. eventually, you, you do you adapt to it. You learn. It's like you're drinking alcohol, I suppose. It's just you know, you, you, it just becomes makes more sense with time. To the point that after a few years, I go back to Killswitch and be like, man, dude, you don't scream enough. Like yeah. I need, <laughs> I need more. But then apparently that that evolution will stop at one point where you find your line. Right, everyone's got yeah. a line. Mine is kind of like Dimmu Borga. That's where I kind of tap out. I'm like, I like this, but I don't want anything too crazy. Yeah. Yet there are some fans who totally believe that you need to have this evolution all the time. And I'm like, yeah. no, you don't. No, you don't at all. You just some people don't even get into the shouting stuff, and that's okay as well. It doesn't matter. And it's the same with wrestling. It's like it, you hit the nail on the head. You hadn't heard of some of these independent people, no. and some people are like, well, you're not a real wrestling fan. It's like, what are you talking about? Unless you are watching wrestling 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because yeah. that's your job. You do not know everybody in pro wrestling. No. Of course you don't. So no. I, I don't that, that but these uh I, I i you know when you start seeing the same names over and over again <laughs> you, you kind of realize ah, okay okay yeah. it's just it's just the same people getting mad and going nuts um before we do have to wrap up i have to yep. ask you this oh. the the second aew show obviously it's been put on the back burner for now for obvious reasons mm-hmm. but what do you want it to be now we have aew dark but I think that there would be somewhat of a disappointment if it was just AEW Dark on Dynamite. And I think Tony yeah. Khan has come out and said, well, no, we're not going to do that. Do you want a Raw and SmackDown? Do you want uh, an NXT? Do you know what I mean? Like, what what kind of... Mm-hmm. What do you want it to, What As a fan who is well invested in AEW, yeah. in order to not, you know, wear you out, which is sometimes what happens with WWE, yeah. what do they have to do to ensure that doesn't happen? I have no idea because I, I don't even think what the show could be. <laughs> It's hard, right? Yeah, it's really difficult because, like, like, I don't watch Dark every week. Um, I watch it for when I know someone's on it that I actually want to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how you should watch it. That's the perfect way to watch it. So I just watched, obviously, the Jimmy Havoc-Luther match. 
um, which was hilarious. Um, but yeah, it was a really good fun match. Um, so I don't watch it all the time. So I don't, I don't even know what else could be on. Do you know what I mean? I just it begins, makes me begin to wonder what. Like I, I trust that it will be good, but I don't know what it will be. Hmm. <laughs> but you like being the elite, right? A lot. Yeah. Do yeah, you want like that? Me. Do you want that? Every week, like on TV. Yeah. You could extend it. Yeah, that, that's an yeah. option, right? Yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Do you know, I like the kind of like. I like what they're doing being like where they can kind of like, you know, take like take the mick out of themselves a bit. Like, was it with Kenny this week? And it was just like, yeah, you did a, a, a moonsault in a street fight match. <laughs> and he <it> was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what's your point? He's like, but it was a street. It was like, yeah, but I had the jeans on. And <laughs> I had like, I was just, that's the type of stuff I like um, from AEW. So yeah, something like that, that would be, I'm like, Oh, can we have the bubbly bunch as well? <laughs> you could do. Why not, right? You oh, could do all of this stuff. Like you know, like the like half, half the time to be in the elite, half the time to the bubbly bunch are perfect. I don't see. I I I don't look as wrestling kind of evolves and all yeah. the cinematic stuff that we've had recently. Yeah, I don't see why. I don't think you could do it too much, but I don't see why you couldn't head in that direction a little bit. Yeah, I don't see the point of having a dynamite too. I just think no. that ruins dynamite. Yeah. You know, that's the I mean, what have you thought about all the cinematic matches? Have you caught any? Of course you you would have seen the ones that um that you would have seen the well, John Moxley versus Jake Hagar wasn't really a cinematic yeah, match. Yeah, I, really. I wasn't a, that's probably one of the only Moxley matches I've ever gone I'm not great. I don't enjoy this. <laughs> uh, it was it was just too long and it just it would look I know it's such a dumb thing to say. But it was just something that needed a crowd. I mean, I'm yeah. like, yes, Simon, we know. I yes, I'm aware of this. But it just did. Yeah. Like it was, it was for the yeah. length they wanted to go. Kind of lifted it up a bit more, but I just felt it felt very flat. Hmm. Um, I didn't, and also I didn't really, and like of all the believable side things, I didn't even, you know, for one minute think Jake Hager would get it at all. So I was kind of just watching it because I was watching it. Yeah, passively almost. Yeah, type just like you know. Just all it's it, the matches on, <laughs> watching it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's fair, and I think that's my only worry about the. I don't want to go back to. Well, maybe I do, but there's some really worry about the Brody Lee match. I hope it doesn't. Yeah. I want this to be. We've we've had the the wrestling match for lack of a better term. Give me the story match. Give me the narrative yeah. match. Give me the the cool twist match where I'm like, oh wow, now the Dark Order are are cooler than I than I thought they were. It doesn't mean that you have to. Have to give him the title again. I'm. I what this is. Yeah. You know. I, I, sometimes I criticize things and people say, "Well, you didn't have any better ideas." No, I didn't. But lucky, that's not my job. So it's they, like, have, they have a lot of history, though, don't they, between them? Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah they so really, really hopefully do. Hopefully, that will like kind of be play a part of it, and it will actually make it. Do you know what I mean? Kind of more of a like you said, like a story type thing. So it just makes. It kind of not one dimensional of just like, please don't ruin this character. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I'm certainly intrigued. I, th I don't think they'd be doing it if somebody hadn't sat down because there's no point just doing it because they couldn't find anybody else. There's loads of other yeah. people. I mean, you could have done John Moxley versus who's a guy that you could have you could have done John Moxley versus Sammy Guevara you really could have done yeah. that match and Sammy can lose that seems to be his role right now who cares right so you easily <laughs> could have done that um but I, I think it has to I think the, the randomness of it has to have come from an idea that somebody pitched and everybody sat around and thought oh wow yeah that would be awesome so yeah 
Yeah, you know, that, that's, that's that's the hope that I hang on to. <laughs> no, but look, it's a. Uh, I don't want to say it's a it's a catalyst moment, but I think in many ways it could be. You know, yeah. you, we the, the way that you always going to approach anything you watch is the trust that you yeah. know, you're, you're yeah. allowed, and this will this will give us that trust. It won't be like uh, Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt. Where mm-hmm. you're like, I don't get why they're doing it, and then they do it, and you're like, Yeah, I don't get why they that, did it. That <laughs> I love one of the like final nails in that WWE coffin for me. Well, you, well, you were actually someone that said they'd stop watching and stopped, unlike everybody yeah. else that says they're going to oh, stop no, and just keep I, I watching. Was, I was, when I say it, I meant it. <laughs> yeah, well, you should do. Of course, you should do. When people say these. When people say these hyperbolic statements, I'm like, you have to follow up on it, man. You can't just you can't just throw I, it out there. I was like, I was like, I hated it, and then I was like, do you know what? I will give you a chance, and you get to the point of where I know the deals up on Sky, and then whatever happens, that will make me either beg my husband to get BT Sport, or I don't get it. And then it just went worse and worse and worse. Well, I'm not getting BT Sport then. <laughs> That's so bad, isn't it? It's some money. <laughs> it's so bad. And it ruined the Seth Rollins character. That's why I like it now. I like it from a, uh, what's the word? Um, I can't even think of the word, but a deconstructing point of view. Yeah. Where, where you see what it did to the Seth Rollins character. And now he's got to be some crazy homeless heel on Raw. Like, wow. All from one match that WWE creative screwed up. That's amazing. That's incredible. But <laughs> hey, again, I just... It was what it was. Actually, I say that. I lie. Nine times out of ten, things happen and I shrug my shoulders and I go, well, I didn't necessarily like it. That one, I remember I was sat in a hotel because I had a mix-up with travel when I was traveling that weekend. And I remember watching that. I was sat on the hotel bed and I slammed my hand into the... I never did this. I went, (laughs) oh, for fuck's sake, because it was so bad. And I was like, oh, man, if I've reacted like that and I never react... Boom. Honestly, and I, I never ever go on social media until I've done the video because people can get in your head and they can sway yeah. your opinions. And I did the video and I jumped straight on Twitter and I was just dying laughing. I was like, "Nope, this is this, this is, is absolutely yeah, this is bad. <laughs> this is bad." And it was, and yeah. it was, and it, it wasn't one of those situations that I thought was overblown. I thought it was no, you've just got this horribly wrong. You've just pitched this in completely the wrong way. You, you haven't thought about your fan base at all. No. Um, and it was in, I mean, Hell in the Cell was like October. So it was around about the same time as Saudi Arabia. And everyone was just like, oh, man. Went really, really wrong, really. Yeah, wrong. it did. It did. <laughs> last thing, last thing, because that's made me think. Have you watched the uh, Undertaker documentary on the network? Don't have the network. <laughs> oh, of course you don't. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you need, somehow you need to get, you need to get the network. Back. Honestly, it's so good that anyone that has more than five years of investment in professional yeah. wrestling needs to work. It's the best thing that WWE's ever done from a document. And I've only seen one episode. Obviously, they're doing one a week for five weeks. But if you've, if, if you've been obsessed with The Undertaker like I have for 20 years, to see him so candid, so honest, and just have this incredible story behind it, genuinely i thought it was i thought there was a lot of hype i was like yeah whatever and then i watched it and i was like no man this is it's fantastic it is absolutely fantastic we need to get you one of those free 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 months for the network so set up a new a new um new email address (laughs) honestly i the amount of people i hear that just say look i just uh I, I just logged back in and it gave it to me free. I was like, WWE, what are you doing, man? Like, stop stop giving away your stuff for free. Make people pay. They, they expect it. Anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, genuinely, um, loads of people had me messaging about that. I do think it's uh, I think it's brilliant and fair play. You know, that's the, the kind of thing I'd like to see more of, just grating honesty because it's... I, I, I mean, I understand you can't do it with everyone because you've got 30 years worth of character in this. Yeah. 
but it is really, really good. And I genuinely can't wait till Sunday when they release another one. So there, there you go. Also, something that you need to check out. Have you seen the drinks with Johnny um, on the YouTube thing that I told you about? He's just done our truth. Oh man! Well, no. Well, that's what I'm doing this evening. <laughs> Boom, done. Yeah, we should share our drinks with Johnny. Yes, yeah, Sarah, yeah. turn me on to drinks with Johnny, who somehow just has access to everybody in the world. I don't know how he does this, but honestly, he's he's, he's really really good at, at what he does, and you'll find loads he's of wrestling, a wrestling stuff fan. on him. Oh yeah, he's a massive wrestling fan. Yes. He's had Hacksaw Jim Duggan on there. Darby Allen's been on there. Jericho was on there. Johnny I think. Fan. Yep, yep. He was talking. He was talking about Junkyard Dog, and he was talking about Ted DiBiase. Like, it's just so much. Conrad Thompson was on there. Eric Bischoff. It's, it's, it's what. It's like this secret YouTube channel which nobody watches, but more people should 100 percent watch. Liverpool <laughs> fans that know it exists. I know. It's great though. It's great. Like I would absolutely. And if our truth's on it, I yeah, will, he's on I, it. Oh, I love him. I love our truth so much. Yeah. I love him with all my I heart. So... I was like, I need to tell you about that. I just, it came up <laughs> on his Instagram before. And I was like. I know I'm going to tell about that. There we go. Check <laughs> it out. From Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, that's why when you told me, I was like, wait, what? I mean, I guess you've got to do something at the moment, but this is the last thing that yeah. I expected. But it's really... He started, he started it last year, but he just had like bands on, like he had his two guitarists on and everything like that. And then for some random reason, he just started doing wrestling. And I was just like, all right. <laughs> oh, man. So good. The two things I love combined, I'm happy. Oh, it's true though right like I love yeah. seeing that things like that there's just something fast I don't even know what it was I guess because you feel like you're part of a club or yeah. something like that a very so, weird club oh man very very odd club but <laughs> yeah you should uh, you should definitely check it out yeah just drinks with Johnny touch it in it's J-O-H-N-N-Y yeah uh, probably come up anyway but uh, yeah honestly he had he had one video where he just talked about AEW for two minutes yeah. Went, yeah it's really good I was like alright <laughs> thanks man <laughs> I liked it though so it's like okay cool thanks very much uh dear Sarah is there anything else you want to throw out there or do you feel like you have expelled all your wrestling opinions all my wrestling opinions have been expelled excellent there we go which means I've done my job I've done my job well look Sarah I want to thank you again for supporting me uh you're you're it's, and it's been nice sort of getting to know you over these last few months so that's been cool as well yes and uh, thank you and yeah if you want to come on the podcast you can just search for patreon.com forward slash simon316 don't even need to search for it you just put it into your url bar and it will happen i'm on instagram and twitter if you want to come have a chat at simon miller316 i have a youtube channel search for simon miller a bunch of mad content on there one day maybe i'll focus it probably not um i think that's everything that's all i've got twitch twitch.tv forward to simon 316 also make sure you keep an eye on the podcast feed because exclusive episodes will go up there but either way i will talk to you all again very soon